Blog Talk Radio. Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Vibrarian Show. My name is Joelle, and I'm your host for the evening, and I am the Vibrarian. I'm here to elevate, enlighten, and empower you with information that I hope that you will find helpful and certainly enlightening. I'm here every Thursday on the Vibrary Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio, and you can find out more information about this show by visiting <clears throat> excuse me, my home on Blog Talk, which you can find at blogtalkradio.com slash the vibrary. Now, a lot of people get stuck on the library and the librarian are like, what is that word that you're saying? So it, I am a librarian, but I am working with high vibe information at this point of my life. And so I have kind of claimed my space as the librarian, and it's V-I-B-E as in energy, R-A-R-Y for the vibrary or R-A-R-I-A-N for the vibrarian. And I am so excited to have you on the show. If you would like to call in, our show line is 646-668-8988. And if you're listening on the phone lines and you have something that you would like to chime in about during the show this evening, just press the one key and that lets me know that you have something to contribute to the conversation and I'll get you on as soon as possible. You all have to excuse me this evening. I'm just getting over being under the weather over the Thanksgiving holiday, so excuse me if I'm coughing. I'm not communicable anymore, so I'm happy to say I'm not passing along any germs or bugs to anyone, but I'm really glad to be able to be well enough to be on the radio with you all this evening. Now, I have communities that I am putting together that I like to call the Good Vibe Tribe. The purpose of this is to spread the high vibrational information out amongst the people. And so I'm on Twitter Facebook and Instagram under the handle The Vibrarian at The Vibrarian. And again, that's T H E V as in vibration, I B E as in energy, R A R I A N. You can connect with me, and if you see something that you want me to spread, please tag me or the hashtag Good Vibe Tribe because I would love to amplify the messages that you're putting out there. And I'm connected on Facebook. I try to put articles, information, pictures, songs, and anything that's going to help elevate our conversation. Consciousness. And so I do hope that you will join me in that activity. Let's use our social skills for good and rather than for passing along negativity and bad news, I like to put my powers to the good purpose. <laughs> so every Thursday I'm here having a conversation about various topics. I like to consider this show a combination of the X-Files, where we're exploring the unknown, and Indiana Jones, where we're having an adventure and diving deep into topics that have kind of been out there as far as conspiracy theories and all of that manner of topics. So each week I have something different on. We've talked about Akashic Records, Astral Projection, Divination, Manifesting with the Moon, the Eclipses, It's just been a real grab bag. You can catch up to the old shows on our YouTube channel and just search for The Vibrary, and you'll see all of the episodes of the Thursday night program, as well as episodes of my Tuesday show, The Psychic Inside Show, where each week I interview people who have come to discover their psychic abilities and gifts and learn about what their journey is like and share it with the listening audience. So I'm so excited to have all of these listeners each week who tune in for my conversations. So Tonight, I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about, and, you know, we just passed the holiday that in the United States we celebrate uh, Thanksgiving around this time, excuse me, and for a lot of people, you know, we gather with family and friends, and the whole idea is that we give thanks for those things, and we come and celebrate those who are most dear to us, our closest connections. Of course, there have been a lot of um, controversies surrounding the original origins of the holiday commemorating the pilgrims' interactions with the Native Americans, which didn't necessarily turn out so great for the Native American people on this continent. So I do give a nod to that. But today we're going to be talking about thankfulness and gratitude 
beyond the idea of just a holiday that is set aside for us to do so. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'll try to keep the show on as long as possible this evening. I'm sorry if this is distracting, but I want to talk about the energy of gratitude because a few years ago, as I was learning and expanding my awareness, I started getting into the information that talks about the law of attraction and vibration and manifestation. And so as I started to explore those topics, I started to see a lot of conversation about this concept of gratitude. Now, it is very interesting because as you start to listen to people talk about They say that, you know, if you send the energy of gratitude out, then, oh, my goodness, (laughs) I'm so sorry. By sending the energy of gratitude out, giving thanks, in the church tradition, we always uh, would have this idea of praise time and gratitude and giving thanks and going to the altar during prayer times and being thankful and thanking God for all of those blessings. And I'm sure that there are other religious practices that also have incorporated this sense of being grateful and giving thanks. Now, What I learned and heard different times was that as you start to recognize that you have angelic and divine beings around you there for your support and assistance, that we are to communicate this energy of gratefulness and gratitude to them for their assistance when we're talking with God were to communicate to him our thankfulness uh, for his bestowing upon us all of these blessings. And I was very familiar with that concept through a church perspective, but what I started to see in the more of an esoteric community is that it was a slightly different take on gratitude energy. So one thing that I always saw was that if in, uh, in the church teachings was that if you were not grateful this there was a negativity about being ungrateful and that you didn't want to show that you were ungrateful uh, because it would bring back onto you a punishment or it would anger God or the benevolent being if in some way that I was not thankful for that which I'd had and I can even remember things like my parents you know when when you're young and you say but I didn't get this, and I wanted that. And your parents would say, well, mine would say, well, be grateful you got anything at all. You know, I want chocolate ice cream and vanilla ice cream. Well, you should be thankful you got any ice cream at all. If you don't want that, if you're ungrateful, then you don't have to eat it. We can take it back. And, of course, every little kid is like, no, no, excuse me, no, no, I want it, I want it. We decide real quickly in those kind of uh, take it or leave it situations, we decide that, you know what, this is not so bad after all. I'm going to go ahead and have this vanilla, even though chocolate is my favorite. And so I learned just through societal and different things that it was like gratitude was something you really had to do because if not, there would be a punishing interaction that would come back to you. And that I would lose that which I had because I was ungrateful. So as I started to hear people talking about the energy that you hold and the experience that you have as you start to develop these more intimate connections through the spiritual realm with the angelics and things, I started noticing that I was feeling slightly uncomfortable because I'm like, is this a compulsory activity? And I can't remember which teacher or which reading kind of uh, brought it more into clarity for me, but I'll try to distill for you uh, some of what I've picked up over the last few years. So when we have an energy of being grateful, being gratitude is a feeling of thankfulness. It is a feeling of um, peace or joy. The art, uh, you know, Wikipedia says it's the quality of being thankfulness, readiness to show appreciation for, and to return kindness to others. 
So, you know, as I would receive a gift, they would say, you know, you got to be a gracious recipient, be thankful for it, uh, be gratitude for the gift. So, you know, I was viewing it as if it's something extra, not just for the every day. And so the wiser teachers that are here talking about how it's very important that we develop an attitude of gratitude, and this is one of the reasons why. We are, at our core, energetic and vibrational beings. Yet anyone who has ever listened to any of the teachings about the law of attraction has heard a lot of this. If you're listening to teachers such as Abraham and Esther Hicks, if you're connected with any of the teachers who are out there, they're talking about how we have the ability to manifest for ourselves the reality that we wish to have and that we also have the ability to manifest a reality that we may not wish to have, too. And so a lot of that comes in is saying that we are sometimes unconscious manifestors and that by switching your awareness and coming into um, uh, clarity or connection with what you're actually doing, then you can shift your outcomes because you've shifted how you perceive it. Um, so I think they talk about, you know, the, I think the Dalai Lama says something, you can't get the same results with the same mindset and things of that nature. So when we look at our life and we're starting to see what is happening to it and what is manifesting, then we say, um, you know, why is all this always happening to me? Why is this bad stuff? It seems like I'm a magnet for bad things. I just never know when the shoe is going to drop, you know. Um, excuse me. I'm going to have to pause for just one moment, please. Oh, my goodness. I believe I'm going to probably have to cut this show short this evening because my cold is not bearing so well under these circumstances this evening. But let me push through for a little bit longer. Um, So as we're going out and experiencing this world and we wonder why certain things always seem to happen to us, why does this bad thing always befall me? I'm waiting for the next bad incident to happen. And so when that is the situation, what uh, we've actually done is that we are vibrating at an energy frequency that then has this this uh, this frequency then of stress of worry um, and until you become conscious of this uh, when you become conscious of this then you can shift yourself out of that stress and worry vibration and that what a lot of people will find out that what happens is that once you shift your energy, then the things that are returned back to your energy also shift as well. So one of the key ways that we can look at stuff is that I have come to this realization personally that at all times, my best and highest outcome is absolutely unfolding for me. Even if it's a situation or circumstance that is not wanted or it has unpleasant connotations, I have to have this, I personally feel that I have this understanding that all is well. It's as well as it possibly could be for me. So like a few months ago, I was driving and uh, wound up having a fender bender with myself and flattened two tires of my car. And I will say this was during the last Mercury retrograde, so we're getting ready to have Mercury retrograde again, so you might be mindful of your mechanics and technology and things of that nature. But um, when that happened... I immediately was like, oh, no, I wrecked my own car. But rather than, like, getting caught up into the negativity of, oh, my goodness, what is this going to do, 
I just had a moment of just really gratefulness because I was like, wow, I could have hurt somebody. I could have hurt myself. It could have been worse. At least I wasn't on my way to work. At least I went through all these things that it could have been but wasn't, rather than thinking the opposite of all the things that now supposedly were not to be because I had this accident. So that is a way that I shifted my experience so that it was not so emotionally painful and taxing. And this is how we can start to treat everything that happens. They say one of the easiest things that you can do in the morning is if you wake up and spend a few moments as you bring yourself into awareness and dwell in a spirit of gratitude. I personally love my bed, okay? My bed is my oasis, and it is my uh little queenly palace. It's got lots of pillows and a comforter that I just love. Every time I see my bed, I'm like, oh, I just love this place, right? So I'm usually diving headfirst in under the covers and propping myself up with a book or, you know, just having a wonderful moment. And so when I wake up in the morning, I just squeeze my pillow and I smile and I think, oh, Thank you. I just love that I found this particular comforter set. I love that these sheets are so soft. That's before I even get to the point of, wow, I love the fact that I woke up. You know, because to be honest, many of my friends know I don't like to wake up. I'm not a great waker-upper in the morning. I really am not, okay? Uh, it's, it was rather challenging for me to get up in the morning. And um, so it's not going to be um, my, hap- um, my happy place for me to have to get out of bed in the morning. And sometimes I'm not exactly grateful that I did have to get up. <laughs> so um, it's easier for me to say, you know what, I'm not going to wor- be grateful about getting up and having to get out of bed, but I sure can have an energy of gratefulness about my my pillow and my comfortable in the environment that I'm in. So that works for me. So I have this wonderful, happy feeling then. And so what I've done is set the intentional vibration of this happy, grateful, oh, this is a beautiful moment. And then that sets my vibration then for the whole rest of the day. And so as I encounter things, it makes it easier for me to recognize in each and every now moment something to be grateful for. So I have, we do have callers on the line this evening, and I have a caller, area code 509. You're on the Vibrarian Show. Welcome. Every now moment I am getting a little feedback. <laughs> Can you hear me? Hello. Hi, welcome Hello. to the show. Hi. Hi, Joelle. Hi, who am I speaking with? This is Libra Light. <laughs> Hi, Libra Light. Welcome to the this show is tonight. Yeah. Hi. I'm welcome I'm, to the show. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> my com- I'm going away from my computer so it doesn't feed back. <laughs> well, you know, earlier this evening we're in a group together and I posted about this show and you chimed right in with this beautiful bouquet of flowers that said gratitude is the best attitude. When did you kind <laughs> of get the idea of gratitude? Like how do you use gratitude in your life? Oh, I don't know where to start. <laughs> uh, you know, I did, it's just it just flows through me. It's just a natural thing. I think that once you get in the habit of uh, doing it, it just snowballs. It just continues mm-hmm. and continues, and it's like a part of your life and a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. So. 
it really yeah. does shift your total energy to where I think I asked, are you a glass half full or glass half empty person? You kind of become a permanent glass half full or all the way full person yeah. and once you've shifted your perspective to view things like that. It kind of becomes a permanent framework, I think, most of the times when, once you kind of get the hang of it. I'm an overflowing person. <laughs> I like to overflow the class. <laughs> Absolutely. No. So, yeah. I don't know if you're you know, like me, but. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, was, I don't know if you were like me. I learned kind of like a negative gratitude way in my early like church mm-hmm. and upbringing was that if you weren't grateful, then God would withdraw his love and he would become mm-hmm. this angry God like you see in the Old Testament, an ungrateful heart. is so, You know, you kind of had this teaching that I understood it. Maybe I was incorrect in my understanding, but that it was like you had to or it was going to cut off any blessing that you had if you were ungrateful. Did you experience any kind of teaching like that? No, I don't know. I didn't have any um, really big religious uh, uh, upbringing, so I wasn't um, in that. um, I didn't have that guilt um, Mm part of it, but um, I had it, I ended up having a a dream last night, and it, um, it brought up, like, all of my, like, past issues, and it got me to be thankful for, you know, just all the negative things that I've experienced in my life, and, like, oh, this, Mm -hmm. This was a negative experience, but, you know, it turned out to be uh, things that look and seem negative turn out to be uh, a blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of blessings in disguise. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was thinking as you said that about how a baby, when a baby comes through the birth canal, I think that spirit, you know, is like this is a traumatic experience. I'm being expelled from this womb into a completely foreign environment. There's no happy mm-hmm. little amniotic fluid. Um, sound is much different. My whole experience, and babies come out and they start crying because they're like, oh, I was traumatized. But it really passes them through. And then the negativity, even a mother who gives birth will say later, oh, you know, you don't remember the pain so much. It's more about the birth. Mm-hmm. So every opportunity, we have an opportunity not to just to look at big things like childbirth or, you know, uh, other things that propel us through those rites of passage. But we have an opportunity to really look at everything. You know, like I stubbed my mm-hmm. toe. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm grateful because that delayed me and I didn't fall and crack my head on the counter. You know what I'm saying? Kind mm-hmm. of uh, mm-hmm. opportunity of how you view things. <laughs> yeah, and it's, you know, it, you don't always see it at the time, but like after a certain amount of time goes by, you look back and you're like, Oh, I get it now. Oh, mm-hmm. I can be grateful that mm-hmm. it happened that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you put a – I've learned that if I can't be grateful right away or very closely, to put a pause in my mm-hmm. reaction instead of going, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, woe is me, I try to <laughs> – just wait, wait a little bit and wait a couple of days. And sometimes I have to call a friend, phone a friend who helps me enlarge my perspective, even if I'm not at a point where I'm necessarily grateful, grateful, but rather Mm -hmm. than being like, Oh, this is terrible. This was purposeful. It is meant to deter me. It is meant to impede me. Woe is me kind of Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh, you know, kind of mindset. Mm -hmm. And I think there's, we can all relate to people who we know that whenever they receive something, they always have a negative response. 
yes, but mm-hmm. such and such, or well, but I could have done, oh, and it's like they never just stop at the part of the sentence that says, I, blah, blah, blah. There always has to be a mm-hmm. qualifier that's kind of negative. That yeah. tends to drag me down. <laughs> yeah. And then you get in the habit of, you know, somebody says something and you're, oh, look at the bright side. <laughs> look at the thankful right. side. Yeah. You know, you know, I've had a couple people tell me, <laughs> you know what, sometimes it's just want to punch you in the throat because you always have something positive to say. Can I just have my moment? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I feel that because we're not supposed to not feel the stress of this life. You know what I'm saying? But we're not supposed to dwell in it. You know, it's okay right. to cry or be angry or feel unfairness or injustice. So I'm not saying that you have to squash all that and just then find your fake happy smile and fake it and say you make it. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. But you certainly can have an optimistic viewpoint that this is a wonderful experience that I'm receiving right now, period. You know, mm-hmm. the details, okay, but the overall picture is really pretty awesome. And I don't mm-hmm. think that that's, you know, a aggravating type of person to be around. In fact, I prefer to be around the optimistic energy more so than the pessimistic energy. Yeah, and it just, as you raise your vibration, as it goes up, you you um, connect with uh, people, more people on your same wavelength, and um, yeah, it's a uh, different things. Things are different from a year ago. Like, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. my personal vibration mm-hmm. has gone up a bit, and it's interesting to look back and uh, see where we've been. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's another thing to be thankful for is is the growth. Is your your own spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> well, the teachers teach that when you're grateful, then you re- you have you receive more to be grateful for because everybody likes on all realms, not just people, likes joy, likes happiness. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like that feeling of oh wow, this was great? Like when you see somebody open a gift you gave them. Most of us we want to see them open it. Right, because we're looking for that <gasps> on their face that and to know that they really appreciated the gesture that we gave them, and it's not for us, it's because we're really wanting to see that person in that energy. That's why we spent the time and attention we did to buy the gift for them. You know, and that's kind of like mm-hmm. how I feel the, the divine realms of the higher dimensions are looking to us to see, okay how are they going to react to this gift? Did they see that butterfly just fly across their vision? Are they going to see it? And then when we do see it, they're like, yes, 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 she loved the butterfly. Send more butterflies, right? And I don't think that we stop getting those gifts. Like for our loved ones, we keep giving them gifts. We just, if they don't appreciate it, we just try to find a better gift next. We didn't see them light up with joy or if we got them something that they were just like, oh, okay, thanks. Most of the times we don't stop buying for the person because we realize we're trying to do this for them. So we keep making mm-hmm. an effort and effort and effort to try to find that one thing that puts a smile on their face. I feel like that's what the divine realm is also then doing for us is, okay, she didn't like butterflies. Let's send a caterpillar or let's send a ladybug <laughs> or let's send a rose. You know what I'm saying? Instead of maybe we'll put it in a different package this time. And then we have an opportunity <laughs> then to see that new package and get all excited. And they're like, yes, okay, we're going to keep sending more rainbows. <laughs> you know yes, it just continues and continues and continues. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I – I am, you know, moving ever increasingly as as we all are into understanding that there's so much more to mm-hmm. us as beings. You know, we're not just bags of flesh and bone and blood and and then a brain and a nervous system. We're actually emitting 
um, things. We're emitting mm-hmm. energy. We're emitting messages that are picked up by other biological beings, such as, you know, animals sense our energy. Um, even mm-hmm. plants and trees in our home sense our energy and respond to that. And science is proving all of this at ever-increasing rates. So I'm not just talking about mumbo-jumbo here, you know. I'm mm-hmm. talking about things that... It's actually we're at a place of science that is proving that we are creatures of resonance and vibration. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, as we look at the law of attraction and what we want to attract to ourselves, I'm one of those people that had a really hard time, like when I was listening to the books like The Secret and stuff like that, because they talk Mm -hmm. in there about how if you say, oh, my gosh, I hope I don't have any bills today, how you are actually creating a condition where, you know what, every day you're going to keep hoping you don't have bills because there might be a bill in your box so that you'll have to hope again tomorrow that it won't be that day, right? And how you Mm -hmm. have to shift how you're speaking and anticipating the world. So if I went to the mailbox and there was no bill in there, and then I was like, I'm so grateful there's no bills in my box today, then Mm -hmm. I have a possibility of setting myself into an energy where there are no more bills coming into my box because it Mm -hmm. has made me so grateful and my vibration is so strong in that that everything aligns in my world Mm -hmm. to allow me to continue experiencing how good I feel not having a bill in my mailbox. (laughs) Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The feeling of it is uh, um, the most powerful thing is, yeah, getting in that vibe and, yeah, feeling it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you keep a gratitude journal? Well, I, you know, I have a hard time writing and things things happen so fast. I I can't keep up with everything. Um, It just seems like uh, so many synchronicity. And that's another thing, you know, that's moving so fast that you're, you're so grateful for the synchronicities that happen more and more and more often and, Mm-hmm. I just don't have time to write it all down. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, they say we're in the quickening time, but I think that it's happening more because you're vibrating more and your awareness to it yes. is shifting. So the synchronicities help you see it because it's like, wow, I just saw uh, three things in three different places. It's the same message. And it's like, yes, we meant for you to see that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yes, very good for being a – you saw it. You got our message. You got our email. You got our universal email to tell you that you're loved (laughs) and you're in the right place and the right path, you know. I'm terrible at writing. I mean, I constantly keep hearing and knowing and receiving counsel to journal and mm-hmm. I, I, I do better orally recollecting mm-hmm. things than I do mm-hmm. writing those things but um, I do whether I write or you know if we move the energy out of our mental being into mm-hmm. physical that's, I think, what the journaling does is it puts a physical emotion or energy behind our thought or emotion, which is what helps it become more solidified. So anything that you could do, even if you just verbally in the morning say it rather than just thinking, mm-hmm. and most of us have got in a habit of just rapid thought. Oh, I thought about it, mm-hmm. and it's a fleeting thought. Oh, I had my two seconds of gratefulness this morning. Right, mm-hmm. and that's great as a start, but I think that bringing it then into that transaction, where we then put some of ourselves behind or the emotional quality behind that sentiment. So speaking it, if you can't write it, but I mm-hmm. think that the routine, 
the regularity is also one of the things that journaling encourages in people who do that kind of thing is that it, every day you're taking that time, that 10 minutes, that 15, that half hour where you're spending time and you're writing and journaling practice and you're including your gratitude list and what you do in that activity. And, of course, anything mm-hmm. that's routine that becomes just part of your day-to-day can benefit you. You know, and, and it's so really it's cool gratitude. to share that with other people too. I mean, <laughs> you get so excited about a synchronicity. I have a friend, and all, all, all the the most part of our friendship is like we connect with synchronicities, and he'll tell me mm-hmm. about his synchronicity. You know how what he experienced during the day. So it's really cool that mm-hmm. you know we just almost every day connect back and forth uh, and it Mm -hmm. raises his vibration and it raises Mm -hmm. my vibration and it's really cool to be able to share that with other people and gets this ripple effect going that way on gratitude. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm realizing there might be people listening this evening who are saying, what do they mean by synchronicities? Would you share oh, your okay. perspective about synchronicities? Um, well, I don't know where to start. <laughs> um, I think it's a personal thing. Um, mm-hmm. it's it's something. It's it's a spirit that um, it communicates on an individual level. Uh, Depending on what we're focusing on, it's it's basically what you focus on is what you get, and you get little messages if you're in tune, if you're in tune with that. No matter uh, whatever it is you're focusing in on, and if you can pick up on those little messages, that's what synchronicities are to me. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever you're focusing in on, you know, you'll you'll get something from the universe. You'll get mm-hmm. a little mirror back and sometimes it's mm-hmm. a big mirror. <laughs> so, right. You know, a lot of people yeah. I think transition from the word coincidence to they yeah. graduate to me- meaningful coincidences. And then once you start to see those coincidental things as in- significant, then they become more synchronicities that kind mm-hmm. of confirm for you where you are right now. And so and by that kind I mean, of guide you to your destination, you know. Right. Uh, kind of like road signs guidance. Right, little highway markers almost. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like if you're a, like I know that from our group interaction on Facebook that you love Care Bears, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and I love Care Bears I too. I'm a, I'm a child of the 70s. So, you know, and I saw your different pictures of Care Bears. Like, I love the Care Bears, Happy Bear and oh, Harmony no. Bear and you know, all that. But for you then, say a synchronicity would be that you you saw something with a Care Bear and then uh, you were in the store and you overheard another mother say to her daughter, when I was young, we used to have Care Bears, right? There the fact you that go. it happened That's within your hearing. Yeah, because you were mm-hmm. in the vicinity to hear it, you you know, so it was like Spirit gave you a little nod to say, oh, here, and it may have then taking you to a dynamic with your own mother or your childhood just even in hearing that that was beyond a sentimental kind of thing. It really let you know that your particular angelic or guide team was Mm -hmm. calling something to your attention because you developed a language of understanding with your higher guidance. We all mm-hmm. have to have, have very specific things that prompt us to 
shift our energy. Like if we're feeling mm-hmm. down, you might have been having a low vibration moment and oh, you'll overhear the Care Bears theme song or something like that, and it'll be Spirit's way mm-hmm. of saying, hey, wait a second, let's not be in the <laughs> negative. Let's shift over mm-hmm. to the happy, positive vibe, and then you could, you know, you experience that, oh, wow, I'm so glad I'm not alone and that my guide mm-hmm. sent me that comforting message, and then again that puts out that gratitude. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's how you said the synchronicities start to come so quickly once you open yourself up to seeing the connectedness of everything in your world that it is hard to stop and say, well, at 5.05 yesterday morning, I saw such and such. I'm grateful for that. And then at 6.55, I saw it again. And I was grateful for that, too. It can become rather too much <laughs> to try to stop and and acknowledging it in that way. <laughs> yeah. And the more um, different things that we focus on or, you know, that we're grateful for, the more of a chance we have to the probability increases for the synchronicities um, in all aspects, in all um, different areas to manifest. Mm-hmm. So. It's pretty cool. You know, once you get on it, you can't stop. (laughs) (laughs) It is very hard to stop. Now, I do see a lot of times we look to others who may not be as what we would see as fortunate as ourselves. Like, say, if we see a commercial for the starving, feed the starving children or, you know, the homeless issue. Or I think when I was, you know, we would always hear, well, you better clean your plate. There's children starving in Africa. <laughs> That's what oftentimes, I don't know that my parents said that exactly, but you've seen it on TV shows and things of that nature. And so we look at mm-hmm. people whose circumstances less fortunate than us, and then we say, oh, well, thank God I have a roof over my head and I'm not homeless. But that's not necessarily mm-hmm. the kind of gratitude. It still is something to have. But sometimes some people who we would then look down on to say, well, at least we're more favored currently than they are, sometimes they are actually more grateful and happy even without possessions and even without necessarily having the comforts that we, in our perspective, have come to expect. I think like Mother Teresa and, and some of the great people who've gone to work in greatly poverty areas, they they were not grateful that they were above that particular circumstance that they were then returning to. They were grateful to be there to be with people in that circumstance, not apart from that circumstance. And I think that's like a real key lesson about gratitude too, is that Mm -hmm. there's much more to be grateful for than just your money, your health, uh, those type of things that we cross off the big list, you know, uh, things like a comforter on your bed uh, versus the fact that you may sleep on a dirt floor, but you stay with Mm -hmm. your grandparents and your family and your loving family unit is all there with you and in peace and harmony with each other, even if you're not economically per se comfortable by a first Mm -hmm. world standard. Yeah. Yeah, you were saying at the beginning of your show um, about how you're thankful for your comforter and your cozy little <laughs> bed. <laughs> and every time yeah. I get my truck, I'm like, oh, I am so thankful <laughs> for my truck. And thank you, little guy, for driving me around to where I need to go and this and that. And I just talk to my truck all the time. <laughs> so. It's a happy place, right? We all can find find. You know, sometimes maybe you're going to have to uh, fake it till you make it, but find that one thing that you mm-hmm. know you can be grateful mm-hmm. for. And not just that thing that's like, oh, I'm thankful I woke up this morning, which, of course, we all are, but we can kind of become routine in how we mm-hmm. say stuff. Find that thing that you truly can feel. Whew, wow, just yeah. thank you, you know. Yeah. And certainly... <laughs> 
I'll tell you what, you know, a lot of times where we also fail to see is grateful for people, not just our mm-hmm. possessions, our job, our circumstance. But I try and am around a nice circle of people now who are very much affirming of each other. You know, I'm mm-hmm. grateful for my best friend's managerial abilities and my other best friend's big heart and my other friend's sense of humor. And we try to now verbalize those things to each other, not just mm-hmm. because you did something for me, but just because you're who you are. And having mm-hmm. a gratitude person that you're like, you know what, I'm going to let you know I, I'm grateful for you if no one else does, whether they say give them their mm-hmm. flowers to the living instead of to the dead, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of times we don't tell people that, and sometimes we're not able to be thankful for that person who rubs our last damn nerve. But we can be mm-hmm. thankful for that too. You know, because that person is a is a mirror for us. Because we honestly cannot be aggravated about something that we have not experienced in ourselves. So that person is mm-hmm. showing us, wow, this she is so pushy. Well, I only recognize it because I have a pushy part of me too. You know, so mm-hmm. that person mm-hmm. challenges your peace, who challenges your last nerve. You have to find ways to be grateful for them too. Now, maybe you can't go up to them and say, "Look, Tina, I don't like you, but I'm grateful for you." <laughs> maybe you can't have that conversation with her directly, but you can maybe have that conversation energetically with her higher mm-hmm. self and say, "You know, Tina, you know, you're not your soul. This is just a personality. I don't like your personality and you aggravate me to no end, but I'm grateful for your presence in my life, and I mean it. I truly mean Mm -hmm. it because those things that discomfort us are just like a pearl and a sand in that oyster that gives us an opportunity to become shiny and purified. (laughs) Yeah. We've all got some rich sand. Yeah, just a couple words makes it makes a big difference in somebody you don't you don't know. Uh you don't know where a person's at sometimes and just a couple of loving words, you know, makes mm-hmm. all the difference. So I'm grateful they, they for that. <laughs> well they'll say, Well, I, I never knew anybody noticed that. Thank you. Somebody saw me. Somebody saw Mm -hmm. this quality in me and acknowledged it. And then that causes that person to then, what happens? The spark passes on of gratitude. Yeah, it does. And it really, really does. We have to be more mindful, I think, and be more present. And when we start to be in the now moment, right now, what are you grateful for? Everybody should be able to say something right away instead of like, hmm, mm-hmm. uh, well, I guess I'm grateful that I'm not in jail, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many other I ways. In, um, I was in, uh, I go to the public pool, and they have a hot tub there, too, and I was sitting in the hot tub, and um, there was two older gentlemen and one other guy in there, and he was talking about his um, his life experience and how he, you know, volunteered. Um, uh, he just explained some things that I picked up on, and I was kind of quiet, but I listened to the whole conversation, and uh, I could tell that he was... Uh, a spiritual warrior and <laughs> um, at the end of the conversation those two guys left and him and I were in the tub and I said you know you are thank you you are a spiritual healer and mm-hmm. he's like thank you you know and he, not mm-hmm. that far away he left not that far after I said that but mm-hmm. some people are just astounded but I, I'm getting in the habit of that now, saying, mm-hmm. you know, whatever I need to mm-hmm. say, just a couple words, and you never, just like you were saying, it just ripples out. 
Right. He may have been feeling discouraged because he thought he didn't get through to those people who he was trying to get through to. But in your yes. acknowledging your gratitude for him, it let him know you all is not lost, you know, mm-hmm. uh, even mm-hmm. though you weren't part of his anticipated outcome or his target audience in the conversation. And so that gratefulness probably then sent him into a space where he was like, you know what? I'm thankful because here's another woman who I got to to help even, you know, even if I felt like a failure with the first two. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, when you get in the habit of that, it just it makes you feel good. You <laughs> You know, you you get a high off it as well as the other person. So mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good and, habit to get into. And low travels so fast. It really, it almost travels, I can't say faster, because I guess I was going to say faster, but I think all things are equal. It's just our perception of it that is changed because really a smile can infect people as much as a frown just as quickly, you know. Oh, yeah, and yeah, some people, yeah. mm-hmm. you can develop kind of a buffer to keep away the negative once you start to mm-hmm. elevate yourself. It doesn't affect you as much. You can be in your happy little bubble, you know, and float around and not get necessarily drugged down but other it's kind of hard sometimes to infect people upwards too there you know there's some people are persistently in a state of pessimism and mm-hmm. it can be hard to be around that energy and most of us like you said you kind of shifted like your social circle has shifted to people who are more in resonant with your attitude of gratitude and loving mm-hmm. open energy rather than uh, mean or sheltered or ungrateful or resentful or feeling unfair that kind of stuff so i'm sure that the people who have more of that energy have kind of vibrated more distantly from you But it's kind of hard because those places and spaces that are lower vibration is where higher vibration is needed. So we can't Mm -hmm. just like all, and we don't ever get an opportunity really to withdraw all the way. You know, we're not supposed to just be in our happy little bubble by ourselves. We still have Mm -hmm. to pop down into the levels, but just not so much that it starts to deflate our overall energy in a permanent way that we're not able to recover from. We have to keep the oxygen coming to our flame, you know, instead of letting it (laughs) hit her out when we're (laughs) we're out. That's a good way to put it. Right? Because you can spread her out. If you're a candle in a dark room, and a lot of us, let's face it, if you're, you know, listening to the show, you're probably more of a conscious person because I don't know that my reach is that far and folks, uh, who are not necessarily at operating a level of consciousness, but a candle can go out in a dark room. We've all been in mm-hmm. somewhere with the power out, and a gust of wind will, and then next thing you know, you'll see that little flame struggle. And if there's no oxygen mm-hmm. in the room, then it will slowly, slowly, slowly die out. But the light yeah. is necessary in that darkness. If you're in a room mm-hmm. full of other candles, it might be beautiful. It's a blazing, glorious, you know, room uh, that people will be like, wow, look at the thousands of candles in here. But that, what does mm-hmm. that do for the dark places? <laughs> you know, yeah. we still have to shine that light just like we have to shine the energy of gratitude even on circumstances that by all of our logic thinking, our egoic thinking, yeah, it's negative. It wasn't what we Mm -hmm. desired. It wasn't pleasant. It was painful. It hurt. There was grief or anger or any of those things involved. Yeah, okay. But, you know, Mm -hmm. um, that just is what it is. And we have an opportunity to continue to then nourish that flame so that we can shine even when it is dark in our own personal reality. We can nourish Mm -hmm. that inner spark and find even just the littlest bit of thing, even if it's just seeing a butterfly fly across the sky or a ladybug land on your windshield 
or a child <laughs> laughing in the aisle at the toy store next to you or, you know, mm-hmm. any number of things that you can do to go ahead and give that flame a little bit of oxygen until it is strong and vibrant and shining bright, you mm-hmm. know. And if we keep mm-hmm. that energy, we keep, then we'll continue to not be in danger of, of flickering and letting that out. And I think it's great because if we're shining a beacon that's filled with a grateful, joyous energy, and what comes back to us is a direct return of that grateful, joyous energy, I think we've gotten a really, really awesome deal out of that situation. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool that we get to get to have this experience like that. Mhm. Yep. <laughs> We're doing it. <laughs> we are. Joelle, we are. Do you have some other call some other callers that want to join in? No, I'm actually getting ready to wind down the show, and I really appreciate you coming on this evening to talk with me. Um, got, I'm in my last five minutes here, so, and I thank you, and I look forward to seeing you on the communities uh, that we're a part of Aww. on Facebook. And I just mm-hmm. appreciate the light that you shine because there have been plenty of times when you have posted something that has made me feel empowered and has made me <laughs> put a smile on my face, has elevated my oh. vibration instantly. And so I am grateful for you and for the time that you took to call in this week and the other times you tuned into the show and just for your presence because it certainly has enriched me to be connected to you. Thanks, Joelle. <laughs> That's inspiring. I, I'm glad that I got to talk to you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. And so I'll talk with you again, Jennifer, and I'll be winding okay. up the show. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Good night. Bye. That was a wonderful treat for me to be able to sit and talk with Jennifer for some time, and I appreciate you so much for chatting with me in my conversation this evening. Now, each week I'm here on Thursday evenings to have these conversations like that, and I always welcome callers who want to share your experience or have advice or tips. I'm not an expert on anything except being me, and so I'm always open to people who want to talk about the things that I bring up subject-wise from week to week, and um, I'm open to any suggestions that you have. I do know I've got some topics coming up. We're going to be talking about past life regression and reincarnation. I've also got a show that I've been kicking around for a while about uh, DMT and psychedelics and the journey that um, the psychedelic journey, the medicine path. Um, I've rescheduled that several times because I do have some very wonderful people that I would like to be guests on that show who work very much with the medicine journeys of ayahuasca and frog or sapo, toad medicine, a peyote. And so I'm hoping to be able to coordinate with all of them to bring them on the show. And they're in different countries. So that's part of the challenge in having that conversation. Um, I've also got um, a few experts who are going to be coming on to talk about negative energies and negative energy attachments and the whole realm uh, that people, I guess, more commonly understand. They hear the term exorcism, although many of the folks that work in that don't necessarily like to call it that. But we are going to have a a special show about that and bring in some people who work in that area of going and clearing houses and clearing people's energies. No, I don't have any Catholic priests lined up, but I do have some psychics and energy healers, mediums who work in that energy and we're bringing them forth. I definitely thank you for tuning in to my show each week. I'm having a wonderful time doing this, and I invite you to connect with me on my Facebook page, my Instagram, and my Twitter. And uh, join me back on Tuesday evenings at 9 p.m., same phone number, for the Psychic Inside Show. And each week I interview people, and sometimes there's also free psychic readings on the show as well. I just hope that this week 
you have an opportunity to look around you at your environment, your world, your experience. And don't just find one thing. Find a few things that you can put into your energy with a strong and sincere emotion of gratitude for those things or experiences. And practice that for a while. Like when you first wake up, find your happy, find your grateful. And spend, uh, you know, several days, as many as you can remember to do, to try to get in the habit of that energy. Or pause when your mind is just, you know, say you're at the grocery store or you're in the car on the way to work and you're not thinking about anything specific, switch over to the gratitude track and see if you can run through your your reality and find the things that are atypical, not the typical things, but something that's just unusual. It may be your comforter in your bed like mine is. But find something that puts you in your attitude of gratitude and watch and see if you don't start to experience a shift in the things that you experience over time. I guarantee you that you will begin to see more fluffy comforters for you to burrow into and more soft pillows if that's your great gratefulness. If it's butterflies and, and honeybees, I can guarantee you you will start to see not just flying butterflies, but you'll see a butterfly logo on a truck that passes by you. You'll see a honeybee brand um, uh, in the grocery store. You will get synchronicities that will help you continue to circulate that energy of gratefulness so that it becomes like your fuel and it can be your jet fuel to propel you to the highest heights and beyond what your present awareness of our reality is. This week, I... Wish you all of the abundance that you can possibly have into overflowing and that it's still out from your arms out into the world around you. It's all the abundance that is available for all of us. And the light in me absolutely honors the light in you. Namaste. <laughs>